Kevin. On today's Witch Word of the Day, I have the pleasure and honor of taking everything you know of the story and everything you know of Succubi and completely spinning you <laughs> around on you and changing how you look at a succubus forever. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> so succubus is a demon or supernatural entity in folklore in female form that appears in dreams to seduce men usually through sexual activity here's where it gets a little you know let's look at mr a little differently here according to religious tradition a succubus needs semen to survive <laughs> repeated <laughs> sexual activity with the succubus will result in a bond being formed between the succubus and the man and a succubus cannot drain or harm the man with whom she's having intercourse so this to me is totally like a folklore that was like brought up for a guy to like cheat. Cause he's like, babe, she needed my semen to live, babe. And then it's an excuse for like, oh, I can't sleep with you anymore because then you'll be immune to my semen. <laughs> so right. You have to go. <laughs> yeah. And, and you can't harm them, which is yeah. totally not what happened in Charmed. Well, was Miss Serata like sleeping with all the students? Well, all just male students. Spoiler. <laughs> I know. But I have thoughts about that too when we get to that, so no worries there. It's in my canonical, so no worries. Canonical. Oh my goodness. I've got things. <laughs> but yeah, succubus. Succubus, and the male form is an incubus. Incubus. It's interesting because the, inc the incubus doesn't need anything from a female to survive. It's only the succubus you need something from a male to survive. It's so sexist. It's so about <laughs> men controlling women. Really how awful. You haven't even read that? Wait, what are you doing with the book? So he has the confidence to finish the story. Hear now the words of the witches. This is Kevin and welcome to Words of the Witches, the Charmed podcast that will guide you through the lesser known published material in the Charmed universe and decide how it fits into the grand narrative of the TV series. All right. <laughs> well, welcome <laughs> to Words of the Witches, episode 105. I'm Kevin, your resident charmed resource. I'm Sean, and I just love comic books and surviving off semen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we will be finishing up Magic School this episode. Uh, cool. Aww. I know. What a we're so sad. Uh, <laughs> but I've got some business. I've got some stuff before we get into that. Oh my gosh! There's so Ooh. many things. First of all, I was re-listening back to our first episode of Magic School, and it was when I was talking about how there was the spell in A Thousand Deaths that was inspired by a spell in Season 9 of Zenoscope. I know, we're going back to those things. But I was listening to this, and I kept saying it was from Issue 5 of A Thousand Deaths, but it's actually Issue 2, and I knew it was Issue 2. I was thinking Issue 2, but my brain kept saying Issue 5 because that's what we just covered. So... Yeah, it's issue two where that spell took place. And I needed to point that out now. Otherwise, I would be like super regretful and it would be on my brain like so mad at myself. So there you, you go. You are your own worst critic. <laughs> I know. Sorry that my brain was an inaccurate dick. That's okay. It does that sometimes. We're moving on. Also, I did have my Victor Webster meeting. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Ooh. Oh my God, he's so giant. He's just like Julian McMahon. He's just a giant people. They must get big people on TV. Because people saw my pictures with him and they're like, is he like eight feet tall? I'm like, no, it's because you think I look, I'm taller because of my proportions. I look like I'm six something. But no, I'm only five eight. That's interesting because like the the women are so short on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tall. When I when I take pictures with the girls, I'm like so taller than them. And then when I meet the men from the show, I'm like, oh, hey, Victor Webster. Oh, my gosh. But what's cool, though, he saw me in line. He's like, you and I are going to arm wrestle. I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> like he thought my arms were big and he wants to arm wrestle me. I'm like, I'd happily lose. I mean, you're definitely like a giant man with huge arms. It's fine. But that's nice that you notice. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, let's move on to our poll from last week. Who was your favorite teacher? Yeah. Um, oh. and I, I, yeah. Who was your favorite magic school staff out of the four options? There are more than four. I had a lot of write-ins saying, Drake. I'm like, yeah, I know but he's not one of the options I gave you. <laughs> and <laughs> someone said Gideon. I'm like, oh, really, Gideon? Okay. But I only gave four options. You had to choose out of the four. It was Miss Donovan, Mr. Monkey Shines, Mrs. Winterborn, or Sigmund. 
And what did you say? You said Winterborn. 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 So let's see what the people said. On Instagram, Mr. Monkey Shines got the least amount of votes at 10%. Then it was Sigmund at 21%. Mrs. Winterborn at 27%. And then Miss Donovan won at 42%, 25 votes. Wow. She's only in like two episodes, but she had a very significant part in those two episodes at least. So she's memorable. On Twitter... It's called X now, Kevin. Uh, I'm not. I refuse. Okay. <laughs> Results were similar, except um, Mr. Monkey Shines was 5% lowest. And then Mr. Winterborn was second lowest at 12%. Sigmund got second place at 29%. And then Miss Donovan won at 55%. Wow. Get it, Donovan. Yeah. And it was funny because there I couldn't put pictures. on. I could only write the names. So... <laughs> um, Bernard's like, my darling, and he sent a picture of Miss Donovan because he has such a huge crush on her, which is super cute. Um, <laughs> we had Drake as a write-in. Katie Warren Witches says, how did I not know the gnome teacher had a name? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and Nikki, who is on our season 10 comics, you know her, her love for Cole. She's like, who are those people? <laughs> <laughs> and Jay Wong says, yeah, I'm not voting this time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. All right. Well, silence! Here now, the words of the witches. We will be covering Magic School, the end of Magic School. Once again, this was published November 25th, 2018, written by Katie Rex, illustrated by Jonathan Lau, toned by Pippa Mater, lettered by Simon Boland. Although I do have some notes that I want to go over too a little bit. Mm. So the Charmed fandom, I told you this, but, you know, we talked about Marcus being a trans man and it was not listed on the, his page for the Charmed fandom, but then it changed. It got updated. And this podcast is actually a reference and a resource for that update. Oh. Yeah. And we talked about how Mr. Lewis may have been possibly a gay. We talked about like a little clue that he might be gay. And Katie Rex, the writer, has confirmed to me that Mr. Lewis is actually based on her uncle and his husband, Aaron. Oh, we called it. We called it. So we're getting it. So be on the lookout for that fandom to, to change on the fandom as well. Mr. Lewis page will now say a gay teacher, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we are such a cool resource for the internet now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I didn't realize this too. I just discovered this. They originally had a different artist hired to work on this comic than what we got. Hmm. The artist hired was Amanda Shank, but for some reason she never actually did the art in this book. Do you think she read it? Maybe, maybe she read it. She's like, I can't be a part of this atrocity. <laughs> um, and there was an alternate cover that was unused by Jen Bartel. And that's that beautiful there. Cause that is a beautiful image of like the three girls and then Delia in the background and this kind of purple bluish background. And that's what I used for the second image of the second part. So that's interesting. But I was looking at some of the original artwork that the original artist drew and they looked very uh, Disney-esque. Like almost felt like a Disney movie, her art style. You know, that's actually more of what I expected for it being a manga. I thought it was going to be more of a manga style, not as realistic as we got. Yeah. But yeah, I'll definitely share these original uh, concept art drawings on the Instagram for people to see. Hmm. Cool. All right. I still have to do my power play moment. Power play. Power play. It's hydrokinesis. Hydrokinesis, also known as aquakinesis, is the ability to create, shape, and manipulate water, inorganic compound with liquid, gas, steam, or water vapor, and solid ice states, including changing them from one state to others. More skilled and powerful users can use water-related weather, such as blizzards and rainstorms, and some can completely control the temperature of water at will. In the series, we've seen it a few times. We've seen the water demon from season two. We've seen the sea hag is to use water teleportation, which is teleporting with water through water uh, or liquefaction. We can turn your body into water temporarily and just like evade attacks. And she threw like the water bubbles and trapped people. So there, <laughs> but here we go. Now we're really doing it. <laughs> All right. So we left off with Delia walking in on Miss Serata, 
um, absorbing everybody's insecurities. So we see her like closing the door, like shocked, and she's walking away fast. And she runs into Jenny, and Jenny, Jenny. Says, hey, watch it, Jenny. And Delia's like, oh my god, Jenny, you'll never believe. And Jenny's like, look, I don't know who you think you are, but where I come from, we don't make fun of people for their species. Talk about prejudice. I, because <laughs> we're going off of our favorite moment. You have to be such a bitch. Bitch. Uh, female like, dog. Female dog. <laughs> Which, okay, I've been stuck on that this past week. It infuriates me because, like, even beyond us not liking that dialogue, a Wendigo's not a dog. Like, she shouldn't be like, a female dog? A Wendigo's not a dog. <laughs> yeah. This is another strange thing. Like, why are you making fun of people's species? Like, what are you talking about, girl? Yeah. Like, you're well, so she's out of- going off the bitch comment. <laughs> I know, but it's still so, like, you're still on that? Why are you just coming yeah. out of nowhere? <laughs> like, we're not even yeah, talking about that true. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And Delia's like, no, Jenny, listen, Miss Serata, whatever I just saw, it's definitely not right. And Jenny's like, yeah, right. You don't know anything, little witch. Not about me, not about magic. And so then Jenny opens the door to Mrs. Serata's classroom and goes, I gasp. And she sees like the floaty, glowy light pouring out. And she's like, um, yeah, oh, we have to go now. That was, yeah, uh, you're right, not good. So let's run. Tim Page's office. <laughs> <laughs> so they barge into Page's office. Professor Matthews! And then Page orbs and says, I'm here, I'm here, what's going on? And then Paige's like, hey, hey, it's okay, what happened? And Jenny's like, I didn't recognize all of it, but it was definitely a black magic spell. And it was like she was feeding off of it. And Paige is like, oh, I'm wearing sandals. Wait, who? <laughs> <laughs> and then Jenny's like, Miss Serata, the potions teacher. She's, oh my God. And then Delia's like, well, to my calculations, she was standing in the middle of a circle. <laughs> More phenomenal. Um, and it was like this huge wind. She could feel and I could hear. And there was thoughts swirling around. And she was chanting, I don't know. And then Pidge is like, oh my gosh. She's like, yes, this is not good. This is huge. We have to... Go to the manor because it's safe. Back to the manor. <laughs> Back to the manor. Meanwhile, at the manor, uh, Paige is sitting with the girls. Uh, Phoebe, or Phoebe's sitting with the girls. Paige is like pacing in the background. And Febois is like, wow, you guys were really brave. Good call going to Podge right away. You're much safer here while my sisters and I figure out what to do, too. And then we see uh, Piper walks in with, that's Chris, right? Baby Chris? Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. It's hard to tell anymore. <laughs> and she's like, Leo! Oh, yeah. Chris wouldn't be around yet. This is season four. So that's why. No, this is season, this is season seven. Oh, yeah. That's right. Seven. The last one was four. So, yeah. That's yeah. probably Chris. <laughs> so she's like, get down here. White lighters don't get weekends off. And then Delia's like, duh. Who's Leo? <laughs> and Jenny's like, are you kidding? And Paige is like, Jenny, stop. <laughs> that's so Jenny, stop. <laughs> and Jenny's like, Leo is Piper's husband, duh. He's a white lighter, which is kind of like an angel. And then Phoebe's like, yeah, actually, Paige is half white lighter. And Delia's like, you're an angel? And Paige is like, thanks. <laughs> and then we see we see Piper go, Leo, put your dick in my mouth. And then Leo orbs in, he's like, what is it? More of that oral fixation. Right. That, that you're an angel? Hey, thanks. That made me laugh. I thought that was funny. Yeah, um, that was cute. The next page, we see Piper talking to everybody with her finger stick. Okay, you guys. This is, this is what's going to happen. You're all going to listen to me because I'm the boss. And <laughs> we're going to take this little child here that's on my arm to Mrs. Winterborn. Oh my gosh, let's mention her. Our favorite teacher. Because <laughs> she's in charge of the nursery. And then she's like, okay, and then everybody upstairs. Ha la la la, let's go. And then Everybody gets in a single file line up the stairs and they all have to say a comment. That's super great. And Phoebe's like, what if Chris gets hungry at the Academy? I don't want my nephew to starve. And Paige is like, oh, stop. The school is magic. The boys will totally be fine and safe. And the dealer's like, can I just... And then Jenny's like, shut up. No one wants to talk to you. You're a nerd and you're ugly. And then... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we're going to go see the Book of Shadows. Isn't that great? Uh, and then Piper's like, there's a such thing as bottles... 
Let's get off the topic. Like, who cares? I don't care. And then Leo's like, slow down. (laughs) (laughs) So this just reminded me, I was at Disneyland, like I always am, with our friend Sonia. And we went on a ride. And she's like, I felt like something was poking me in the butt. And she reached (laughs) to her butt. I know, I know. She reached down and there was a pin in her butt. Like the pin part stabbed her basically in the butt. Oh my God. But it was a happy birthday page pin. And I was like, why does this name keep coming up in my life? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Those Disney buttons, they get everywhere. I know. I love that at least it's my favorite of the sisters. So, like, that's interesting. (laughs) Happy birthday page. Happy birthday, page. I stuck Sonya in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your anyway. BF's about to get effed in the B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. So good. And then Jenny's like, wow, I've heard about this, but oh, is that where you keep ritual candles? And Paige is like, yep, and crystals. And then the three sisters surround the Book of Shadows. And then Paige is like, when she was doing the chant, did she look any different? You know, like red skin or pointy horns. And Jenny's like, you mean like a demon? You fucking idiot. Isn't the school supposed to be warded against evil? And then Delia's like, no, she looked normal-ish, I guess, for someone sucking in energy. Sucking the lives out of children! children. We like media. <laughs> yes. I recently listened to that episode that we where you did that, where you did soul absorption as the word of the day. I'm like, oh, there you go. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we see them in the attic. We see some Orbeez because I guess Paige. Wait, why is it? Oh, Leo's Orbeez. Wait, what? What? Wait. Yeah, he why? walked up the stairs with them. He walked up the stairs with them. Why is he Orbeez in? Canonical. Oh my god. Maybe it's a joke because he's like, hey, slow down. So he just. Oh. I don't know. Okay. I guess that's going to happen. He's like, I'm such a slow walker. I had to orbit and I got lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Leo orbs into the attic as uh, Phoebe is looking through the Book of Shadows and she sees the parasite demons. And she's like, hey, this could be it. Do you remember the parasite demons? If you don't, we'll talk about it in canonical. I don't. Okay, we'll talk, talk about, about it in canonical. canonical. <laughs> All right. So she sees, which this page doesn't actually, we never saw this page in the Book of Shadows before. So this is a brand new page invented for this manga. Um, and it's Ooh. pretty. It does look very much Book of Shadows-like. But then Phoebe's reads, in order to survive, they have to absorb the magic of other magical beings, enjoy targeting witches for revenge. And Piper's like, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. This is not a you look familiar moment, but for her, it is. And (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, yeah, isn't that what those two gross market demons who tried to get Wyatt were? Right. Last year. So she does kind of tell you what they are. Um, And then Paige is like, okay, so we know we know a Vonquishian potion didn't work, Piper. You just blew them up, right? And then Phoebe's like, well, she just blew up the one. But then he didn't come back. And then we went to the crone and she blew up the other one. So, Yeah. And then Piper's like, but they had to touch me, touch me to take my powers. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. And the kid's roaming around this entire time too. I forgot about that. The cat's there. Oh yeah. I remember the crone. I remember I thought she was going to be like a big part of the series. And she was just like. She should have. She yeah. should have. She was so good. She could have been a real great big bad, but she's just in two episodes. Yep. Uh, uh, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. So then it's kind of unclear who's talking because we see the bubbles over the shadows, but they're saying, I'm not really sure what else it could be, but it doesn't seem like, well, I'm the only one who can blow them up and a potion won't work. So since we can't touch her, we'll have to write a spell. So that's Piper, obviously. And then, oh, this one's Phoebe. I'm on it. What rhymes with luck? And then Paige is like, Phoebe, I know it rhymes with luck. I know it runs with luck. <laughs> anyway, um, then we hear, you guys, I don't think Mr. Rod is going around strapping people to tables and sucking out their powers. <laughs> and then Phoebe says, oh, Piper, we should see if we have protective amulets for the girls, just in case. And then Paige is like, in case what? They're not going anywhere near her. And then we see Jenny is like now comforting Delia. 
they're there. They're there. And Delia's like sitting in a chair. And she's like, I knew magic school was too good to be true. Half a lump. Yeah. Half a lump and woozles. Why is Jenny comforting her? I guess they're friends now because they're in this together, but she really hates her still. Um, mm. And I think you got Paige and Piper confused in that one shot panel, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter at this point anyway. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we see Piper say, a spell isn't any good if we don't know where she is, though. I'm sure she's long gone. Leo, could Leo, could you? How could a demon get into Hallowell Academy anyway? Uh, and then Leo's like, I don't know. I'll have to ask the elders. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Davey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that's my weakness. <laughs> I do. So then Phoebe is scrying and she's like, maybe she's in the underworld. I can't find her. Or maybe she's still in the school, and maybe she's not a parasite demon. I don't know. I'm just saying everything. Maybe it's everything we can think of. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> yes, maybe it's Cutie Christie again. I don't know. Um, Phoebe's like, I got it. The perfect Von Quichin spell. Then we see Piper. She's like, well, I don't think she's still in school. Even demons aren't that stupid, right? Even demons aren't that stupid, Kevin. Yeah. And then... Delia's like, unless she didn't see us. And then Jenny's like, oh my god, you're right. She didn't see. Did she? I added a few <laughs> words there. And then, um, Phoebe's like, wait, wait, what? And then is that Paige? I guess that's Piper. I think it's probably Piper. Piper. She's like, are you serious? Oh, crap. She had no reason to leave then, so she may still be casting spells. If she's there, she's definitely still a danger to the students. So we'll have to be careful and make a really deep, well-advised plan. Right. And then Leo's like, hey, I got an idea. We need a plan. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, first, we need to get more information. I'll go talk to the elders and see if they know anything. Second, everyone take a copy of Phoebe's miraculous, marvelous super duper spell that we love so much we don't know what she is or who she wants but hopefully the spell is powerful enough to buy us some time also don't go anywhere without that wearing that amulet period <laughs> oh god i have thoughts about these amulets too geez louise um anyway and then <laughs> uh piper's like oh yeah okay so bring the boys back here <laughs> so that they're not at magic school, which you thought they'd be safe there, but they're not. So let's go and bring them back here again, which we just took them over to magic school. Whatever, I don't care. And then, um, do we have any phone numbers for babysitters after that elf nanny incident? <laughs> oh, elf nanny! Elf nanny, we love you, elf nanny. And then Paige says, when you check with the elders, see if they can find any spells that were you find out what warding spells were used at magic school in the first place, so we can check the school security. So she wants to see what protections were, you know, made for the school before she got there. Um, and then people's like, here's my amazing spell. <laughs> Don't take risks, especially you two children. You know, it'd be really fun. Like as a side story, the sisters go out for the night and elf nanny is the nanny. And like demons are trying to get in the house. And we see that elf nanny is like a badass like ninja fighter. <laughs> and like the whole story is <laughs> about her like fighting them off. Listen, give me that. Give me, this, that's what this book should have been about. Yeah, I would have loved that. Seeing her just go to town and then the sisters get home and they're like, how was your night? She's like, oh, nothing special. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you know, I am very highly rated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. I like that. Like, tip, please. <laughs> <laughs> This is our calling now. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we see Paige is about to orb to, or she has orb to Hollowell Academy, which is what it's always been called before <laughs> and what we've always called it after. And she's with Delia and Jenny. And she says, I don't think you're in any danger. If she saw you, she's long gone. And if she didn't, she has no reason to come after you. I know it doesn't seem like it, but school really is the safest place for you right now. Get some sleep. You can go to class tomorrow if you want. 
probably not potions. <laughs> but I don't want you to fall behind in any of your other classes because of this. I'll be in my office if you need me doing nothing, even though we know there's this risk to the school. You're not alone. <laughs> and then Paige orbs out. And Delia's like, hey, you okay? And Jenny's like, yeah, I'm fine. I should go to bed. And then Delia's left all by her lonesome. So the next page we see these three kind of panels and Delia's like going about through school. We see like Martin Molt from Sabrina the Teenage Witch in here. Wait, which one is he? The guy with the mustache. He looks like the principal from Sabrina. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Uh, but yeah, Delia's just thinking to herself, she's like, if this is where I belong, where the teachers are demons, what does that say about me? Oh my God, I'm such a loser. Oh my God. I bring trouble wherever I go. I should just kill myself. Oh my God. She's like, I thought about it. it was bad enough at the other school, but before at least I could take a Xanax and like go into my own world. <laughs> Nobody bothered me. But now here, everything is so complicated. Oh, my life. <laughs> oh, we're in Mr. Lewis's class. So she walks in and she said, she thinks, so is this just the rest of my life? Weird, spooky stuff always coming up. And she's still in her funk. She's like, that's no way to live. I guess at least it would be easier if my family was magical too. And she runs into Marcus, who's kind of like waving his hand in her face, like, hey, are you there? And now they're walking <laughs> together. And she's thinking at least then they'd know what's going on. I haven't talked to my parents in ages. Then we get to potions class. She coasts a potions class. Oh, okay. And then we see Mr. Rana say, Good morning, Delia. <laughs> uh, I'm a little surprised to see you today. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure why you didn't get someone, but when nobody showed up to take me out, I sort of thought you'd run away. I take it you enjoyed the show last night. You know, you really should learn to knock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so she saw her. She knows she was there. Ooh, ooh! And didn't run away. And I was so confused because this picture of Mister Rod in the middle. It looks like she has like a really poofy goatee. So I was like, "Who is this man?" <laughs> <laughs> it's Bob Ross in the background. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all. <laughs> he was magical too. <laughs> he was magical. I mean, isn't it makes perfect sense? <laughs> yeah, that's how he made those paintings. <laughs> so then we have Miss Serata go, Then again, none of you have any manners, do you? <laughs> so spoiled. So entitled. Always expecting other people to do things for you. All wrapped up in your stupid little lives. Honestly, it was too easy. And Marcus is finally like, Oh, maybe I should listen to this. <laughs> He's taking off his <laughs> headphones. And Miss Serata's like, I don't know why more of us don't think of using high school. It's perfect. All the semen. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't do that. And then Delia's like, us who? Are you a demon? And then next week she's like, <laughs> a demon? You're even dumber than I thought. Demons can't get into Hellwell Academy, what you always called it from now and forever, amen. <laughs> but an empathic succubi can't. She's <laughs> like, honestly, when Clea told me the school didn't warn against magical creatures, I thought she had to be wrong. But I figured at least. Be warded against evil magical species like harpies and imps and warlocks and a wendigo, but she's over there. <laughs> Lucky me! <laughs> <laughs> and then we see her like mega draining like the whole class at once. She's like, honestly, out of all the things I've done, bartender, hairdresser, administrative <laughs> assistant, <laughs> sex worker, this isn't the best source of eggs by far. I'd stay here forever if I could. <laughs> but I know you saw me. If you're still here, I can't stay. <laughs> uh, okay. Did the sex worker get you? Is that the one? <laughs> it's all. It's everything. This whole this whole interaction right now. Um, Restaurant is like the best thing about this book. Uh, yeah. And she's like, but I'm not leaving that easily. Gotta stock up. 
I told you it would change your view on me. <laughs> well, she says something too, which is like, oh my gosh, later. Um, but she, <laughs> um, and then Dila's like, stuck up on what? She's like, you idiots. None of you deserve your powers. You're pathetic. Did you know that the school yearbook was going to have a page for a favorite teacher? Me, baby! Me! <laughs> Insecure, pitiful, and none of you had any idea about me. I'm so smart. I wasn't even trying. By the end, none of you were paying attention. You're so stupid teenagers. Typical. And then Marcus is like, if you run away from the school now, we, we won't stop you. You can make it out before any of the teachers come to fight you. You'll be free. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then we see in Paige's office, the three sisters are looking at books. And Piper's like, I still think that maybe those were low-level parasite demons. And she's just more advanced. And Phoebe's like, Piper, stop. Stop trying to make parasite demon happen. It's not (laughs) going to happen. She's not a demon. And then is this? That's Paige, right? Yeah. Paige is like, nothing? How can there be nothing here? And then Phoebe's like, oh, crap. And Piper's like, that's it. Well, I guess we better make it work. Paige, what is that? What are you doing? I don't know. Morgan's sword. What are you going to do? Chop her head off? Leave it. Let's go. So the next page, they are in the most unnatural poses I've ever seen. Scurry off to the Miss Arata's classroom. <laughs> like, Phoebe, you grab the stuff. Let's go. Off. Let's dive over this <laughs> this table, this desk. Whoosh. And then Paige is like, show off. Um, and then they get to the door of Serata's classroom. And then Phoebe's like, stand back. I got this. And she throws the potion and says, open sesame. And Paige's like, <laughs> open sesame. And, and Phoebe's like, well, it came from somewhere, didn't it? I figured it was probably old magic because the door doesn't open. It's just now covered in semen. And then Jenny's like, what now? And then Piper's like, what are you doing? Like, Phoebe is such an idiot in this book. Yeah. Um, anyway. And then Jenny's like, I thought I could help. I don't know. We don't have time for a big, big discussion here. Yeah. So she's like, have you tried a parallel world portal spell? I know this isn't the kind of door it usually means, but. And Phoebe's like, oh my gosh, yes. Okay. I just need to change a couple of words. Let me try. And then I guess they all say the spell. Looks like they're holding hands and they all say the spell. Yeah. Um, it's around time. Should we try a spell? Why not? Let's try a spell. In the wind, I send this rhyme. Bring death before me, before my time. You've really got to lay off the rhyming group. Wonderful. Witty, but wordy. I did the rhyme. I will do the time. Good night. Yay! And it says, In this place and in this hour, I call upon the ancient power. Open the door that's warded tight. Create a path to welcome light. Boom. So the door blasts open and the sisters run in on Serata is like now not only absorbing all the kids feelings, but like she's hovering them in the air like they're her captives. Right. And Phoebe's like, stop what you're doing. Don't hurt them. And she throws the potion and Serata's like, wow, something Ask Phoebe is almost good at. That almost hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and then Phoebe's like, that's not going to work on me, lady. Nice try. And then she's like, fine, I'll just have to kill you then. And then Paige is like trying to keep the children on the ceiling calm. She's like, it's going to be okay. Uh, it's going to be okay. And then <laughs> Restorata just punches Paige in the face. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> Wham. <laughs> and then we see Piper like doing stuff as Phoebe is like hand wrestling with Serata. Oh, I see. She like blows up stuff. Something. Between them? I think maybe, yeah. Maybe it's behind them. I don't know. Maybe. And then Serata like hides behind the desk and then like throws it basically into Piper so hard that it breaks in two. And then I think this is Phoebe who kicks Serata in the stomach right. and Serata goes, Ugh! And then we see Delia on the ceiling trying to keep the other students calm. She's like, you guys, stop freaking out, please. Our school is run by charmed ones. Besides, the more you freak out, the more you give her power. Stop. And then <laughs> Mr. Rada's like, they can't help it. And when I drain you all, <laughs> it will be your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> 
Stop it. Ooh, so tasty. No. And then Serata's like, you'll see, as she's wiping her mouth. And And then uh, Paige, or Phoebe throws another potion and says, hey, I'm not done with you. Stapler. Oh, it's a stapler. I think it's a stapler. (laughs) I think so. And Serata, like, does she pull out a knife? Yeah, out of somewhere. And she, like, cuts or slashes the stapler, making it Korean off course. And then she starts, like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> What's she doing right here? These pictures are so, I don't know. I think she's lunging. They're lunging at each other. Yeah. yeah. She, like, lunges out of the room, right? No, she stays in the room. They're in the room. Yeah, this I don't know. flying everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Her power's getting out, I guess, is what it's showing us. Our people outside are seeing... Like, what's going on inside? It's getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Phoebe grabs uh, Serata's uh, wrist and twists it. Uh, and Piper is holding her stomach or something. Paige gets hit by a desk. Uh, <laughs> then Phoebe tackles Miss Serata as Piper helps Paige up. And then... Paige is like, we need a spell. And Piper's like, crap, I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I get a rhyme time. I did the rhyme. I will do the time. Good night. <clears throat> Phoebe said, or Piper says, Piper. gods and powers and spirits that be. I call to de- thee to hear um, me, vanquish this fake employee, and let the school be free. And then Paige is like, this is why Phoebe writes the spells, Piper. She knows how to rhyme with luck. And then um, Piper's like, I had to think fast. Sorry. And oh, my God, this picture of Miss Serata. She looks like um, one of the, uh, what are they called from Evil Dead? The zombie. Yeah, she looks like a zombie. Um, And then Jenny says, I think I can do it, but I think I need Phoebe, too. And then Delia's like, guys, concentrate. Maybe we can help, too. So... Piper made the spell up, or is this the, this isn't the spell Phoebe wrote? Right, this is apparently she made up. So then why is... Okay. I don't know. Because they all have the spell that Phoebe wrote with them. Yeah. So now the next page, we see Jenny lift into the air with her Wendigo powers. <laughs> and we see, like, a wolf eye behind her. We see the faces of the moon behind her. Is like all this energy goes behind her. So it's some kind of windigo powers. And then she says the spell that Piper just said, which is a stupid, horrible spell. Gods and powers and spirits that be, I call to thee to hear me. Vanquish this fake employee and let this school be free. Oh, I hate it so much. It's so juvenile. Um, and then Miss Rara's like, no. And she explodes. And is vanquished. And then everyone finds the Barians. <laughs> Everybody falls from the sky. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's okay, Kevin, because now we're one week later. And everybody's around the table, including Jenny and Delia and Marcus. Oh, and Phoebe's daughter's there, Momo's too. there. I know Phoebe's hmm. Phoebe doesn't have a daughter yet. This is only season seven. I don't know who the other chill, child is. I know. That's why I was like looking at it. I was looking huh? at that. Because only Wyatt and Chris are around at this time. Yeah. Unless maybe Chris was a little girl. Maybe. Maybe Chris is a little girl now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. <laughs> maybe it's. So. I don't know. Because it looks like the hmm. one that she has is Chris again. But why? And Wyatt had the longer hair. But why is Wyatt smaller? I'm so confused. Yeah. Ugh. I think it was okay, a anyway. canonical air. <laughs> yeah. So is that, that's Leo, I'm guessing, even though he doesn't dress like that. He says, fortunately, I talked, I talked the elders into keeping it so that all magical creatures are welcome in our school. And Piper says, well, good. Without Jenny's wild magic, we would never have made it out of there. Good thing they're showing some common sense for once. <laughs> and then Paige says, I've been reading up a lot on this wild magic stuff. It's really different. And Phoebe says, what are you going to do? And then Momo says, excuse me, Mrs. Hollowell or Piper, 
could you please um, pass me another soda? And Piper's like, of course. Why are you so fucking nervous? And then Delia's like, no, I've only been here like twice. And then Jenny's like, that's so many times. This is the Hollowell Manor. <laughs> and then we see Paige go, excuse me. Excuse me, everybody. I know this is super cheesy, like nothing in this book ever was, but I like to propose a toast. <laughs> I was like, when I started as headmistress, I had no idea what, what I was getting into. And it's been kind of a roller coaster ride, but in a good way. I met some amazing students. I'm constantly learning new things and new ways to think about things. And so, with the new friends and my incredible family. To Hollowell Academy, which we've always called it before <laughs> and ever since. <laughs> ever after. And, then, and after. <laughs> and then we see Delia thinking this. I know there's a lot I've had to sacrifice because of my powers, but I'm getting there. I think I can do this. I think I'm going to be fine. The end. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> What are we feeling right now? <laughs> so I like that this explored the awkwardness of students in a school. I like that like it was centered around that. I think it did some cool things in kind of showing like banding together against evil. I like that it was a succubus and we got to see kind of the dangers of a succubus. Um, I don't like the way it did it. <laughs> infuriated me kevin like for me one of the big things about charmed is a lot of times when they deal with the evil there's like a winky winky face like we pulled a trick on you so like having the charmed ones be like okay just go about your business and like their only plan was to have an amulet and a spell which they didn't use either in the story it just didn't feel like charmed like she just went to Miss Serata's class. Like the Charmed Ones knew Miss Serata was evil and feeding on children. And they were just like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> ah! Yeah. Like, okay. I don't like having to be a downer, but I really do hate this manga. Like probably worse than I like than last time I read this. Um, and I still have no interest. The dialogue is awkward. Everything is frustrating. The whole book and story felt like, constipation like <laughs> um i and i hate to be negative when i know there are great people who put a lot of work into this and are proud of the things they create but uh, there's nothing in this that ever excited me it's so anger inducing like constantly callbacks were made but they only seemed to be for the sake of callbacks with nothing to do with the actual plot for the most part you know characters we know and love were flat as hell new characters i guess were better but still bland overall Maybe because look at this. Okay, Delia is our main character. She's supposed to be so special and so dangerous that an elder came down to interfere. Do we ever see her use her powers? No, she just sits around and walks like an angsty little girl, does nothing. Does Jenny being a Wendigo have any applicable abilities? She, apparently she has wild magic, but does this have, we don't really see it really. She just has a spell, okay. I don't know. And like the one time we see Marcus use his empathy, it's not even empathy. <laughs> Like, these students are a complete waste. I'm just so mad. Um, okay. Actually, you know, one thing I can say is that the teachers, aside from Paige, I think were well done. Because we got to see their personalities and their teaching styles. And I really enjoyed them. Miss Donovan, Miss Mr. Monkey Shines, Mr. Lewis, Miss Serata. Like, even, like, the cameo teachers I liked. Because you can you get a sense of who they were. And the teachers were actually teaching you things. Like, real-life things. Which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, so there you go. I was I was going to add, I do like the scene of Delia walking in her own kind of angst. I like that, yeah. how that was shown. I think that's a very real human emotion. And that's sure. something that we all go through. Like, who am I? Do I belong here? So yeah, there are some good things to pull out of here. But yeah, like yeah. you said, it's a lot of bad too. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, it is a story that has representation and acceptance and is aware of, you know, people's mental states and and teenage anxiety and angst and medications and stuff like that. So it, there is things that it's doing well and res that's respectful of things. It's just not a good story. It's not a, it's not very well written, but I did ask for people to write in about why they liked it. And I did get somebody Bernard, who is actually a fan of magic school wrote to me and it says, the main reason I like it is that it actually shows real pupils day to day life at magic school. Thankfully it makes the right choice and doesn't go the very easy Harry Potter route. 
i.e. preppy look with school uniforms. So it, while it does steal a lot from Harry Potter, I guess they don't make it look like the robes and stuff. So, okay. Mm. Um, but rather like on TV, it goes the more real and identifiable U.S. high school route. There are hundreds of stories focused on the Charmed Ones, but I love how they are not the center of attention, but still noticeable, like giant icebergs on a sea. <laughs> Sorry, I've been staring, <laughs> staring at Excel all day, so not sure I'm speaking English by now. <laughs> um, so what do you think about that? I mean, that makes sense. It keeps it identifiable, because he's right. In Harry Potter, like everybody's wearing the same outfit. So in this one, we see real people in real outfits, but that's not enough to like change my opinion, though. Yeah, like I get why he likes it, but it doesn't change why I don't like it. It is not enough to counter it. Yeah. All right. So put that in my canonical hat. Canonical. Do you have anything that's new, new at least this section of the book? Mm, I mean, we, I think we talked about most of them. So I think I'm good. Okay. I've got lots. What? I've got lots. I kept most of my thoughts at bay because I was waiting for this moment. All right. <laughs> So just this, this is just something to keep in mind. At this point in time in season seven, Leo is a secret avatar. So he's already become an avatar, but hasn't told anybody yet. Uh, so, yeah. So while nothing is wrong here, because he was playing both sides, he was acting like he was an elder and act as an avatar secretly. Um, but it, I think it makes sense why he also seems a little aloof right now, a little distant, because he was in that weird space. So that I like. And we have the parasite demons mentioned, and they appeared in Baby's first demon. They kind of went over what happened in that episode with the crone and everything. However, Piper's dialogue make it sounds made it sound like they touched her to take her powers away in that episode, which they never did. They never touched her. They took Paige's powers, and that was it. Um, and then she says that they have to touch her, which that isn't true either. They only have to get close. They don't have to actually touch you. As long as they're close enough, they can absorb your power and absorb your energy. Okay. The sisters don't have protective amulets just lying around that they can hand out like Oprah giveaways. Like, no, that doesn't exist. Don't you think they'd be using these protection amulets all the time if they had these? Yeah. <laughs> the only protection amulets that I know from the show are P. Russell's amulet from Part of My Past and the magical amulets from Exit Strategy. Those are the only ones that ever existed. So it's fake. It's lies. Don't believe it's like <laughs> <laughs> and i have a problem with the empathic succubi thing this isn't a thing it isn't a thing um, i mean i think it's meant to be a psychic energy or emotional vampire that's what i think they're trying to get at that's that would make more sense because the term energy vampire is used to refer to people whose influence leaves a person exhausted unfocused and depressed which is exactly what she was doing Succubi, according to Charmed Lore, are created when a witch chooses to renounce emotion. So why would it they choose to feed on it something that they got rid of to begin with? True. You know? And by default, they are usually sexual. <laughs> I don't think she was doing anything sexual with these students. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, and is she an empath? Can she read and feel the emotions? Or does she just cause them and like get them? So just choosing her to call her these two things, empathic succubi is very convoluted to me and doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah. Um, Serata also mentions Clea. She's like, Clea told me about the school and how I can get in. Clea is a character from the show. She was in the Brotherhood of the Thorn with Cole. She's the one that did the voyeurism and she had the invisible eyes and stuff. So I'm like, is Serata in the Brotherhood of the Thorn? Is she part of that team? How does she know her? So it's very odd. Yeah. Um, Okay, and then the spell that they used on the door to open the door is a variation of the spell used in "Is a Bad, 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 Bad World Part 1. That's why Phoebe's like, I just have to change some of the words. Um, th this is the spell that they used to get to the parallel dimension. And, and there, it was the spell was, in this place and in this hour, we call upon the ancient power, open the door through time and space, create a path to another place. So you can see where she changed a few things. Okay, so that's what I got. I was really hoping that Jenny would have transformed into a Wendigo uh, because it would have catered to a theory that I had. I guess it still works, but I have a theory that I want to run by you. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. Blow my mind. I'm going to blow your mind. All right. <laughs> okay. This is going to get into very Resident Evil kind of X-Men territory. 
So you might like it, but uh, here we go. All right. What if there was a secret organization of individuals comprised of powerful figureheads, scientists, and intellectuals from both magical and non-magical communities? And what if they're working together, running undercover experiments in order to weaponize, control, or eradicate other powerful individuals like the Charmed Ones? Okay, following me here. Um, members of the secret group could include government officials, demons, and elders. Okay. Mm. So since elders ran and overseen magic school for so long, what if there was one, <coughs> Odin, uh, <laughs> that used the students to conduct their experiments and say they took blood from Jenny for some ungodly reason, modified it, and infected the Charmedons with it, and this is what we have once in a blue moon. Oh, wow. I like it. Because it would explain their transformation, also add fuel to why they're angry with the Elders, and by association, the White Lighters. And maybe whatever the Elders did to Jenny to keep her Wendigo infection at bay works, except for on the blue moon, which is why they transformed on the blue moon, because that's the one thing that can't con- they can't control. Or, that's, or that is the way of controlling her. Um... And that's why the sisters transformed then too. So if this was canon, I wouldn't have to be mad at that episode anymore. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really cool. Look Isn't that crazy? Girl. I yeah. know. Furthermore, I've got more. This would also cater to Hocus Pocus with the mortal government infecting demons and inadvertently creating a virus because the say Agent Keys, he was part of the mortal government thing. Say he was in that secret organization. He knew about magic from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, so he, he and this is why that happened. Um, like poor Agent Murphy was his little lackey. He was probably kept in the dark about most of what Keys was doing, but Keys knew was holding all the cards because he was in that secret group. Oh, and I bet you that this whole thing started because they learned of Doctor Curtis Williamson's snafu with the Trondwin's blood in Astro Monkey, and they thought they could do better. So it's all <laughs> tied together. Bro. Mic drop. <laughs> We're getting full, like, Weapon X on Charmed here. <laughs> I know. So I was like, dude, crazy. That would be crazy. They need you to write that because that would totally, like you said, link everything together. Mm-hmm. See? I know that's not what this comic book with manga was going for, but I'm smarter than it, so it's fine. <laughs> and then I'll start writing um, I'll start writing Elf Nanny. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> We've got a whole we got a whole new series of books on the way. Charm novels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so now let's get into Ooh, Onomatopoeia. There's only one. Clack. Clack. That's it. That's it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh what's the most valuable panel? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, where'd it go? The one where uh, Miss Serata, it's just a one-pager. She's walking through the class, stealing everybody's energy at once. It's like an overhead shot. It's cool. It's pretty. I put the page opposite the final page because I was so grateful for it to be over. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. All right. It's actually just drawing. There wasn't a lot to go off of here, so I'm going to go off of this one. I think Jenny's drawn very beautiful right here in this lower corner. Okay. So, yeah, that one. Um, I put the Parasite Demon Book of Shadows page because I thought it was a beautifully drawn page. It looked like it would fit in the Book of Shadows. So Okay. Okay, tips for future white lighters. Oh, really just messengers? Guides? Think of us as guardian angels for good witches. Tips for future wives. I was out being a force of good in the universe. What's the moral of the story? We finally have to the whole of the whole thing to look at. All three parts. So for me, the biggest thing that stands out through all three of these parts that we split it up into is um how important it is not to let people push your buttons, basically. Like, the more people know that something bothers you about yourself, the more they can exploit it. We've seen this from Jenny. We've seen this from Miss Serata. Like, 
um, Delia and Marcus almost stopped their friendship just because they felt awkward because of what Miss Serata did to them. For me personally, like my demon that I face is I feel like ever since my teenage years, I've struggled with like being a little heavier than I'd like to be. And like people love to tell me like, oh, you're fat or oh, you're th-. like people love to comment on my weight for oh, some wow. reason. And like it still bothers me, but I've learned to like control it and kind of like put the onus on myself. Like if you're going to let it bother you that much, then fucking do something about it. You know what I mean? Like, so that's the biggest thing. It's yeah, it's good. It's tricky. But yeah, I like mm-hmm. it. Um, my tip is. Be cautious of promotions. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I think about like being at a job or a new school or whatnot, because doing so puts you under the microscope and you are more likely to be fired if you're not doing it right. Um, True. I, I, I said that mostly because I've seen it so many times at my job. I've seen people get promoted and they get these really nice paying jobs and then are gone weeks later. It's crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm fine where I am at. I'm not even going to try to get <laughs> higher up on this totem pole here. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the moment we've all been waiting for. Oh, no. Issue ranking. Um, what are we going to make of all three parts together, taking it all into account? Are we going to rate this? Magically delicious, pretty witching, a sorcerer's apprentice, disenchanting, or vanquishable? Well, Kevin, I know we spoke very highly of this this whole time, so this may come as a surprise, but I'm going to say Vanquishable. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your first one? I think it's your first one. Your I first think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like the whole situation I made from it, too. This is what I got out of it, but that was not the intention of the writer. And it's so, yes, frustrating every step of the way even though there's things they can pull out and say they like, because that's what a good person would do. It's not, everything is so bad to me <laughs> in the long run. So it's vanquishable for me too. <laughs> it feels like a casual charmed fan wrote this, like, and just put in certain things to highlight, like, look, I know charmed. <laughs> right. <laughs> it exactly. almost feels like it was reworked from another story to like fit into the charmed world. I don't know. It doesn't feel like charmed. right. Like she wrote this or something else, and then yeah, because there are references there, but they're just thrown in there to be like, yeah, remember this? They're not relevant to anything that happens in the story. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Good riddance to magic school. We did it. It was we still fun it. talking about it with you, <laughs> but yeah. I need to move on to something better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we do have a grimoire game. What is this? Some kind of game? Grimoire game. People think this is entertainment. I just am going to do one question about magic school and call it a day. Which of the following is something we like about magic school? (laughs) (laughs) A. Kit is always hanging around. B. Hallow Academy is a name that we always called it. (laughs) C. Medication is not stigmatized. Or D, we love that the plot is basic as fuck. <laughs> this is a hard one. <laughs> I'm thinking between B and D, but I'm going to go with C. <laughs> okay. Correct. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, man. So we did it, Sean. We did it. And it wasn't painful at all. It wasn't painful at all. Uh, so I'm going to talk about what's next, actually. So we have a few more episodes before we end this season. We're, what we're doing next is a redux, a redo of the illustrated storybook. Earlier, I did, I did my first reaction before we started the comics. And now we're going to come back to it again and uh, go over the book in detail and talk about it more. Cool. So that's what's next. Yay. Yay. <laughs> So, Sean, tell us where we can find you. You can find me on Instagram under Sean Perrette. That'll link you to all my past podcasts along with Solving for X, where we're just finishing X for 92, Kevin. You've seen the whole thing. Woo! The whole show. Oh, my gosh. Excited. A, X-Men. A, love the show. B, love the show. <laughs> I loved it. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can find this podcast at Words of the Witches, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. You can see find our merch at wordsofthewitches.threadless.com or email us at wordsofwitchespod at gmail.com. And yeah. Oh, and Words of Witches on Twitter or X or whatever. Huh? Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. So next week we'll see you. Actually, next week's going to be a twofer. We're going to do the Illustrated Storybook and we're going to do the Hard Parody Comics in the same week. But I don't know when days they'll be released or anything yet but those are both on the horizon very excited for those we're gonna have a good time uh so spell is see you then i'm excited <laughs> your destiny still awaits